Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. I'll be the one to take the risk to go and get them bands. I'll be the one to never sit and go and make a plan. Knowing my mother getting old now, I don't time. Gotta keep a couple for the road or else get left behind. Yeah. To the hundreds, pledge allegiance, I stand. I'm going for a four and I'm fucking white sand. I give it all to this fucking mic stand. If it's been done before, then I know I can. I'm on the rise, I'm trying to keep a level head. Okay. Okay, okay. Okay, okay. Yo, what's the deal, y'all? Welcome back to another episode. I'm Duke. I'm Omar. I'm Jalan. And this is Nice and Neat. And fellas, like all of our topics, we have another important one today. A very important one today. Is that right? A very important. Yeah, yeah. It's very very important. You know, we're talking about the social pressures that are placed on each and every one of us Mm. as men. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, some people call it uh, just being a man. Some people call it machismo. (laughs) You know, you may have heard that, you know, and some people call it toxic masculinity, you know. And um, this is when you kind of just operate within a space of, you know, just just sometimes it may look like impulsive violence, you know, just to say, like, nah, I was doing the man thing. I was taking care of my business. Mm-hmm. I was doing what I was supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, and today we're going to be talking about that. We're going to really be just kind of breaking it down and deciphering what positive masculinity is and toxic masculinity. They both exist. Oh, what's your take on toxic masculinity? Man, well, one, I'm, I'm actually really excited. I didn't know we were actually going to dive into positive max masculinity. Oh, you know? yeah, definitely. And, and I think that's awesome because it shouldn't just be negative. But, you know, before we dive into toxic masculinity, you know, anytime we get one of these type of topics, you know, traditionally, I like to really just give like a general definition of, of what it is, you know, for for our viewers and our listeners. So, you know, you know, by definition, toxic masculinity is a traditional male gender role 
that consequently stig stigmatizes and limits the emotions boys and men may comfortably express while elevating other emotions such as anger. Right now, that's a very broad, you know, definition of the phrase. But I think what what will be good for us, you know, to paint a picture for the viewers and the listeners is to really like identify what like toxic behaviors and traits look like for mm. masculinity. Mm. You know, I, I think for me personally, I think if I heard that, you know, that 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 would help me really uh, paint the picture of what it looks like. And for me, you know. The, these I'm, I'm, I'm gonna list out four different traits and these are traits that i personally identify with you know i think one thing that we do here is do an awesome job of sharing our experiences right because mm -hmm. that's where we've learned from right you know mm -hmm. i can't speak from any other place but that you know so like at one point in my life you know i've experienced and participated you know in these particular traits and behaviors you know that you know have caused me to you know have some type of toxic uh -huh. masculinity within my life. Right. You know, so the one of the first ones, you know, that I, I want to mention is being stoic, which is basically just, you know, being able to like not show any emotion. Right. And for men, we know exactly what that's about. Right. Being right. hard at all times. Internally, I'm in deep pain. Toe up. I'm saddened. Yeah. Yo, it's bad for me. But on the surface, I'm unbothered, fam. It does, shit don't phase me. You'll never see it. Uh. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I can't let you see that. Mm. I can't let you see that. You know, so that, that that that's one thing. In addition to that, you know, early on, we're taught, right? If you want anything done in life, anything done, you're going to have to do that shit yourself. Mm -hmm. Point blank, period, mm -hmm. fam. Like, we, we're, learned, we're taught that, like, as black men growing up in America early, whether mm -hmm. you grew up with a father figure in the home or just a male figure, generally speaking, if you grew up with a male figure in the home, some way or fashion, he's told you, yo, you're going to have to handle your own business, uh -huh. right? So you, you hear it verbally, right? But even it even goes a step further. Like I think about obviously talking about my own experiences, right? I think about some of my earliest memories of being able to really watch my dad move, right? And I remember I probably had to be at least seven, eight at the time, man. I remember going into the garage and seeing my dad underneath the hood of the car. Right. And I know good damn and well, like he's not a mechanic. Actually, I, at the time, I didn't know. Right. Yeah. But right. now I know he was never a mechanic. And even then, I, yeah. I was like, this, this is not a mechanic. What is he doing in the hood of a car? Right. So either one or two things ha had to happen. Right. Either he didn't have time to take his car to the shop or he felt the shop was going to charge him too much. So he had to do the job on his own. Mm. Right. So he had to get this shit done. You had to handle it himself. Yep. So, like, by me just visually seeing him, I'm learning, like, yo, as a man, this is a, a like a learned behavior. You you got to be uh, self dependent. You know, uh -huh. I can't rely on anybody else but myself. Mm. You know, even another situation. Like I remember going outside. My dad's not a carpenter, but he's sawing two by fours. He's drilling. He's hammering. Uh -huh. Before you know, we got a cabinet in the garage. You know, like I'm pretty sure. You know, he's not, I'm pretty sure he didn't go to school to do any of these, these things, but he, he understands it. Like he just assumed that role of that masculine. I got to take that yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I got, I got, yeah. I got to take that on. You know what I'm saying? On top of that, right? Like you, you got to be physically tough. Yeah. Right. Don't let one moment where you fall down and you don't get your ass up. Yeah. Now nah, you got to get up. You get dusty. Shit. Shake yourself off. You know what I'm saying? 
God forbid you found crying. Stop that crying, fam. <laughs> Stop that crying. We can't do that. Which mm -hmm. leads me into my next point, right? When you cry, it, it, like if you do any of those things, now your label is vulnerable. Soft. Soft. Wow, y'all took the words Wait. right out of my mouth. Vulnerable from where we come from in our neighborhoods, fam, is nothing but a fancy word for saying, Your you bitch. soft, fam. <laughs> you soft. I, I wouldn't no, even go yeah. there. No, uh, but, no, no, but you, run that. Run that. You took that. the words right, yeah. word right out of my yeah, mouth. So you soft, yeah. You soft. You soft. Now you're being ridiculed, right? The homies in the neighborhood think you a punk. You think, you think that the girls is clowning you. Mm -hmm. Right, you think mm -hmm. for showing emotion, you think that, mm -hmm. right? Because it's just us not knowing, like, yeah. right? You think that that all of that's going on, right? So, like, for us in and like in our community, it's just like, yo, those type of things are left to the women. Men don't do those things, yeah. 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 Right. Another, uh, so so that was one. Being stoked was one. Two is like displaying emotion. Yeah. Right. We can't be caught doing that. Another thing is being promiscuous. Excuse me, being promiscuous. Yeah. Right. It's a well known fact, fellas. Right, you are not. You know it. You know Man, it. You saying being promiscuous is a masculine thing, or a, it's or oh, it's, uh, it's a part of toxic masculinity. It's a, it's, part, it's of a part. It's one of the behaviors. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. one of the behaviors. Right, right. right? It, it's no matter at what point in our life, it's always been about this. It's always been about this. Right? How many? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> am I lying? The more the merrier. It's always been about how many, <laughs> that's right? All, that's always been. Quantity let's, over hey, quality. Yeah. Let's think about grade school, right? Mm -hmm. Remember grade school? Remember them school dances? Remember them yeah. school dances? Oh, boy, I remember them school dances. I remember the school how many numbers, how you, many numbers get? you get? Yeah. How many numbers you get? How many numbers you get? Let's take it a step further, right? Mm -hmm. Junior high school or high school, you now dating. Shit, your first girlfriend, mm -hmm. if you will, right? Shit, how many months she make you wait? Mm -hmm. Right? to shit, now I'm in college, right? I'm a man of age. I'm outside. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just keep it real. You know, I mean, you take how down how your first hoes, semester. How many you got? Yeah. How many, how many bitches you got? Yeah. Right, and I don't want to be clear, ladies, I'm not calling you hoes, bitches, right? I'm just, this is how men talk, right? Amongst ourselves, when we having a conversation, we getting down, it's, yo, how many? Mm-hmm. Let's get to the nitty gritty, fam. Let's get to the nitty gritty. And so then that, it's like, you ain't got no hoes. And then it's like, you ain't got no hoes, right? <laughs> Right, before I move on to the next, before I move on to my, before I move on to my next behavioral trait, right, I, I would be, it would be a shame of me for me not to mention that, you know, within being promiscuous, you know, there is this double standard that does exist amongst men, right? Mm -hmm. Generally speaking, yeah. right? It's like all of a sudden we could be promiscuous and date all these women and it's all good. In fact, we get praised for it, yeah. right? Because shit. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. 
It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Bro, okay, I see you doing your thing. But yeah, women, and I know we personally have had this conversation all the time about, yo, you got to be fair, bro. You got to be fair. But generally speaking, men tend to be like, oh, no, she can't go do that. Mm-hmm. No, nah, oh, she do that? She a hoe, fam. No, nah, she a slut, bro. What you talking about? But yeah, we, you know, we yeah. tend to to teeter that line, right? So. Um, but the last thing, which which I would say, and th- this may like, this may come as a curveball, but like really categorizing heterosexuality as like the only norm, right? And like growing up in our households, we do know that like there has been like this negative, uh, I guess, outlook that's been pl- placed on homosexuality, mm-hmm. right? It's like, yo, if you gay, uh, there's no way you could be a masculine man mm-hmm. and I don't rock with feminine men, so I can't rock with you, yeah. right? And the older and more mature you get, you realize like how small-minded that perspective is, yeah. right? Just because a man is is gay doesn't make him feminine. And just because a man is feminine doesn't make him gay. Right, right. You know what right, I'm saying? Yeah, so right. like there are, there are different things that you learn along the way, but I just wanted to put those type of behavioral traits out there to kind of help better define what, I guess toxic masculinity looks like for sure for us. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, so I think, I think if you're listening or watching right now, you want to understand why are we even talking about masculinity? Right. I think it's the purpose of this episode and the whole reason that we're even talking about, you know, masculinity is really to spark healthy dialogue between men and women so we can get clarity on what actually is toxic behavior right and you know we're going to try to try to do that vicariously and respectfully of course you know by voicing some of the frustrations of men and hopefully at least try to get whatever woman woman that's listening to this or that this reaches to understand and empathize, you know, with just our position. Um, as we move forward in the episode, just please keep in mind, this is not a um, a man versus woman thing. You know, it never is. This is really just, this is a us thing. And, you know, we could all do our part to just improve the, the relationship, the general relationship between men and women. So we could all really coexist, you know, peacefully, but, with that said, man, I think my idea of, you know, toxic masculinity is just ha- just having or showing hyper-masculine characteristics that are detrimental to growth. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's something that's going to jeopardize the health of a relationship, the health of, you know, family, the health of community or or, or mental health. You know what I mean? I think that masculinity on its own is one thing and I think toxic masculinity is another thing but I I think it's really about um how masculinity is used right and I think that there needs to be a a clear line between masculinity and toxic masculinity and I think that sometimes it gets blurred yeah right? definitely sometimes it gets blurred 
And I don't think I don't think masculinity is toxic, right? If it's exactly what's needed to create balance with femininity, mm-hmm. right? And sometimes toxic masculinity is thrown around so much and people look at basic male behavior acts as toxic but to me sometimes it's exactly what's needed to have this system that we have that runs smoothly mm-hmm. you know um but i know we want to dive further in jalan and talk about let me ask you something all right is toxic masculinity is masculinity i'm sorry as toxic as um, some women can make it seem. No, and I'm gonna I'm gonna answer that affirmatively. Okay. Um, part of the reason I'm gonna answer that affirmatively is because it's literally things that women go through that men will never understand, uh-huh. and it's literally things that men go through that women will never understand. Yeah. You know, um, and this is no shot to anybody when I say what I'm about to say. When it comes to a household and it comes to raising up children, that's kind of like why men and women are supposed to be together to Mm -hmm. raise a child Mm -hmm. so they can get the balance of femininity and they can get the balance of masculinity. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be times, for example, if I had a son, what's going to be times where he's going through something that I will understand Mm -hmm. a little bit better than his mom. Mm -hmm. Right. So, for example, if we're at football practice, and, and, and setting is very important as well when it comes to masculinity. Setting is extremely important when it comes to masculinity, when it comes to femininity, when it comes to all of that. Setting is extremely important. So if we're at football practice and my son gets his ass knocked down, mm-hmm. there's no running out there getting mad at the kid who knocked my son down. <laughs> you got to get up, yeah. right? Because you signed up for this. This is yeah. a tough sport. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. You signed up for that. So with that being said, it's certain aspects of life that prepare men in societal forms to be who they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Right. And when I say who they're supposed to be, I mean, protectors, providers. I believe that every woman wants their man to be a protector and provider. And whether he is or not, you want to feel that security because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. feelings are more important than than the actual thing that's happening. If you feel safe, if you feel protected, if you feel provided for, that's a very important thing. And that actually starts at a very young age. A very young age to where, you know, sometimes we may hear, you know, that's a toxic thing to say, get up and don't let that little boy cry. But that's like preparing him for the strength that he's going to need to provide and protect for his family. Yeah. I understand he's your baby boy and he's your son now, but eventually he's going to be a man and he's going to have his own baby boys and his own son, his own daughters that he's going to need to protect and provide for. So to answer your question, Duke, (laughs) I I, I definitely think um, there's a there's a clear, distinct difference between toxic masculinity and masculinity. I think there's a place for masculinity. I don't think that and 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 O spoke to it earlier. Just because you may be a homosexual man doesn't mean that you can't be masculine as well. Right, 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 right. Right? Because I know homosexual dudes who are masculine, who people would never know if they didn't understand them or know them as a Mm -hmm. friend. Mm -hmm. So that that doesn't rule you out 
as just being masculine or not, just because you like women. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just to answer your question, dude, absolutely. Yeah, there's what, a difference. What about you, Oh? What do you What do you think? Do you Would you say that masculinity is is just kind of loosely thrown around, right? And do you feel like I don't want to say is it is it as toxic as women make it seem? But do you feel like there are not all all elements of masculinity aren't negative. Yeah, I, I personally, me personally, I just heard of the phrase toxic masculinity like within the last five years. Okay. So for me, I feel like it is loosely thrown around, and I feel like it's loosely thrown around because people haven't done the time, taken the time to really do the research and the homework on what mm-hmm. it really is. You mm-hmm. know. Also, there isn't enough praise on positive masculinity mm-hmm. or healthy mascul- masculinity right, 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 right. you know so um I, I personally don't think that i don't think people have a, a, a like a just a, a great grasp and yeah. solid understanding of what it is you know to really yeah. just be thrown around the phrase i just feel like if women are are slighted or just feel like the men are out of control they just throw the phrase around yeah you know so i, I mean and, and i also don't feel like that women are sitting down and having this conversation with men to really break yeah. it down, you know, like why, why, and trying to understand. Like for for me as a man, as, as I'm growing up in this world in this society, all I know are, are these things. Yeah, right. to be tough, to be, uh, I want courageous, uh, courageous, respected, protector, protect. Yeah. You know, all I know aggressive and violent sometimes. That's it. Yeah, if, I, no. if need be, sometimes. If I have to take times, it there, right? If I need to know. take it there, that's all I know. You know, so unless I have another woman giving me an outside perspective and really showing me what's really in the frame, because it's hard to see the yeah. picture when you're in it. Yeah, yeah. You know of what it really looks like. Then how do I have a true understanding of what it is? Right. And I think that's what's really going on. I don't think right. I don't think there's enough dialogue going on right, right now about toxic masculinity, what it is, how to define it, how to get a, around it, and like how to improve it to create healthy uh, masculinity. Yeah, I don't really I don't really necessarily want to say it's it's um it's not what women are trying to make it seem, but I do think toxic When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, "This is ludicrous." But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Masculinity is is real, and a lot of men have to address it. Right? We want to we want to embrace that, but sometimes, and maybe often, I do think that toxic masculinity is, you know, not accurately identified. Yeah. You feel me? And I feel like. You know, meaning that I feel like there are masculine characteristics that some men possess that may be taken out of context, you know, and interpreted wrongly because a woman could be associating toxic masculinity with someone's behavior, someone's negative behavior that had an impact on her. Mm. Right. And just because she didn't like it. Right. So, like, just because you don't like it or it rubs you the wrong way doesn't mean it's actually detrimental or toxic to you or the people around you or the people like you mm-hmm. right so i think it's important to know that and then like not, not liking someone's behavior doesn't automatically equate to them being toxic you know man if we just kind of walked around and not not saying that it's it's that simple but a lot of the times man to say someone's toxic right 
you got to really know this person and dissect behavior and see where's like like where's the toxic and the cancer and stuff like that where's where's it happening before you say before you just say it's toxic behavior because like he said if i tell my little if i tell a little boy hey yo don't cry right it's so easy for people to say hey that's toxic before understanding well we grow up in a we grow up in a world where they're gonna bully us. Yes, right. If we cry, yep. We grow up in a world where we may not even find a suitable partner to trust us if we cry all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So those are things that a lot of people don't consider, and I think they do need to consider when they're talking about and throwing around toxic masculinity. And the circle back. That is halftime. I, I listen. I I try to let my dog get his bars. Our conversation off. was getting good. Hey, I, was getting, I was gonna take it. It's it was going Just we was gonna offer it up the time. Hey, I was gonna take forget it. Forget all that, yo. What's the deal, yo? Welcome back to the Nice and Neat Halftime Show. I'm your host Omar, and you guys know what we like to do here. We like to promote the things we have going on. So the first thing we would like to promote and talk about is the Create Gold Masterclass by Jalon Webster, our very own, is centered around learning how to develop. Your own brick and mortar establishment, fam. Look, man, I put a lot into it, lost a lot of sleep over it, and I really just put my heart and soul into this project. This was my exit project, so everything that I know I gave to you guys specifically. So go ahead, check that out. I have a free trial on there as well. He said it best, man. You guys tap in with that. You can find it in the link in his bio at just.jalon on Instagram. You can also find it in the link in our bio on Nice and Neat the Podcast on Instagram. Also, I want to direct you guys to Law17.com. You see that brim that Duke got going on right over there. Sturdy, the staple signature Law17 trucker hat. Yeah, head over to Law17.com right now to get your fix. He got some new things in the works. We're excited to see what he rolls out this this next season. But if you want to grab that trucker hat, please head over to Law17.com right now. With that said, man, man, I'm really excited to get into really what's become one of my favorite portions of the show. And that's them the rules so duke what do we have okay 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 so check this out fellas i'm gonna give you a scenario okay and i need to know what the damn rules is run it is i run it so and if you're listening right now and watching go ahead and comment after you hear what i'm about to say go ahead and comment immediately immediately and let us know what you're thinking all right so check this out if you are out with your homie and he sees a young lady that he's attracted to and he's thinking about shooting his shot, right? He's thinking about approaching her and asking for her number. For, for those of you guys that don't understand what shooting your shot means. But you notice that she's really feeling you instead. All right. How do you play it? Do you let him shoot his, let him shoot his shot first and see what happens? Or do you just go ahead and shoot your shot? This is my homie or this is my friend? This is your friend. This is my friend. This is your friend. Mm. This is my friend. Makes it a little more. It, it, like, it, it makes it a little more. Yeah, um, this is your friend. So, yeah, I, I would say because he is my friend, you know, based off the situation, even though I got, even though my awareness is on a hundred, fam, and I know what's going on, because it's my friend. I got to let him shoot his shot first. Word. That like you shoot your shot, bro, and we'll see where it take it. Yeah. But if you shoot, cause for all we know, yeah. right, 
You might come, be spit hot lava yeah, right that bro. night, right? You might come like a dragon, boy. Hot lava, you right? Know? But if, I mean, if, if she's not feeling it, if she not feeling it, the whole it, time you talking to her, if she looking at me, then that's kind of telling me where, where we at. It's with telling it. me where we at, but like, <laughs> you know, you could bag her. You could bag you her. You could bag her. It's it's fair game. It's a fair game. But I'm gonna give you the first shot at it because. That's who you want. You told me you wanted her. I didn't even know she existed until you told me about mm, her. Straight up. Mm. So I, I didn't come here looking for her. I didn't come here looking for her. Nah, hell no. Nah. You know, you was on her. You told me she existed and she looked at both of us and then she locked eyes with me. And then I was like, but he want her though. So I'm going to let him, I'm going to let him run that. You know, I'm going to let him holler. Now, if I see that she don't give up the number though. But see, you don't want her though. Right. No, I mean, <laughs> you know, well, you, well know, you only don't want her because he wants because he wants her. You know, I mean? you know ain't nothing wrong with a you little casual date. <laughs> <laughs> you only don't want her because he wants her, though, right? Mm -hmm. He probably saw her first. He was like, "Oh," and he was like, "Oh," but he said, "Oh," so yeah, yeah. All right, but let's say he shoots his shot, right? And he's successful. Okay. Right? And they start dating. Do you always keep that in your bag and never say oh, nothing? Nah, that's or off you, the table. Or do you let him know, like, hey, yo, she was checking me out too? If it becomes serious. Okay, here's, here's the thing. To me, for me personally, right? If I don't mention it right now, yeah. like, and I don't, mean, I don't mean like that night, but I mean like soon in that space in that space in yeah. the next two days in the next two if i don't mention the next two days and they go on and do mm -hmm. i'm just gonna let it go let it go i'm just gonna let it go I'm act, if I'm i don't mention it by the time i see you with her again it's over it's over it's over it's yeah. over bro don't matter nah it don't matter who she was checking for you it don't it. matter who she was checking for you got it yeah because now that, now she has the opportunity to actually develop real feelings for you yeah because yeah. before that she didn't know she didn't know us right, right. from a can of paint bro yeah. So right. she was just looking at me. I might, I might have had on that. I might have had that shit on that day. I might have okay. had that you shit know? on. Okay, <laughs> you know. And we we we've had I think another dim the rules where I I, I think I feel like I, I vividly remember me saying she's out of pocket, right? In that situation, if you go back it and try to see what's up or mm -hmm. yeah. entertain that, you out of pocket. You out yeah, of once pocket. they once they you initiated some kind of connection, it's over. Yeah, yeah, it's over. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. So. The consensus is that you got to let your homie shoot the shot. Got to let him shoot. All right. And fellas, damn the, the rules. Be before halftime is over, you know, I know we're talking about, you know, we're talking about, you know, toxic masculinity and things like that. Okay. And, like women, women are known for bringing like the snacks to <laughs> okay. halftime, right? For the kids. Yeah. I got some for y'all today. Okay. okay. You know, we're going we gonna to go ahead and eliminate that. I got some orange slices for y'all today. Go okay. ahead. And oh, can, wow. Look, look, I got some. Oh, oh, my gosh. Vitamin C me up, bro. Come on, man. Ahead, wow. I need that. Wow. Y'all see this? Go ahead. I got it. Wow. We're about to snack. The generosity. Yeah. The generosity. Hey, with, with that said, we're going to conclude uh, today's yeah. halftime show. We're going to get to it. The only way we know how, that's with some positive energy and some positive vibrations and a smile, of course, man. Let's get into the second half. Let's go, man. Man, I, I hope you guys really enjoy these orange slices that I, gotta I bought. Really, I got to really eat it, like, no, on, no, on no, the no, air. For, like, for sure, playing. for sure. Because, you know, <laughs> and, you know, I, I wanted to bring those because, you know, typically, you know, men 
are not known for bringing the they're not known for being the team mop. You know, you know how. I'm picking up what you laying down. Yeah, how often you okay. how often you have a team dad, you know, to where he bringing the snacks, he bringing the Capri Suns. So, fellas, there's nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that at all. Mm-hmm. And also, I, I did kind of want to get into the, my next point. My next point was based kind of gender roles, right? Gender roles, historical gender roles. You know, historical gender roles at times um, – are appreciated, but at times they lead to what we're talking about as far as toxic masculinity. You know, um, phrases like, women belong in the kitchen, mm-hmm. right? I can't say that because some of the best chefs I know are men. Mm-hmm. So I can't say that. Oh, incredible chef. Oh, cook all the time. Mm-hmm. Kills it. Chefing is not my... Hi, everyone. Jazzy Bell here from Woman in Hip Hop Podcast. And if you're a fan of music, then be sure to check out and subscribe to Woman in Hip Hop Podcast, a show that focuses on the many talents and influences from women within the culture. And is brought to you exclusively by Revolt Podcast Network. Anchored in hip hop, powered by creators. Thing. It's not my thing. I no. can cook, though, but it's not my thing, though. Right? And as far as as far as, like, the toxic aspect of it, I want to circle back to within the first couple of minutes of the episode when we talk about how being toxic can eliminate the progression of something good, right? So can you imagine if you are a six, seven-year-old boy and all you hear is women belong in the kitchen, women belong in the kitchen, and you develop this passion for cooking, you're not going to showcase it to the man that you hear saying women belong in the kitchen. Not at all. And you could potentially be the next Wolfgang Puck. Mm-hmm. You know, you could ne- you could potentially have that type of potential when it comes to cooking, but it'll be something that you'll hold hold back and you may not even exercise it simply because women belong in the kitchen. And when we talk about toxic masculinity, we're talking about the type of detriment that can affect the next person's life. Not not just you in that in that moment. Right. So as a woman, when you want to run out and say like, oh, that's toxic masculinity just because you feel personally attacked or you feel personally disrespected. Is it something that disrespects women as a whole? Or is it just something that you're holding on to because you want that person to look at you in a certain light? Hmm. And that's something that is really important when we talk about toxic masculinity being used as a as it just getting thrown around you know let's 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 actually pay attention to certain things let's actually have the dialogue where you know we try to understand exactly why someone is exercising masculinity in that specific in that specific space you know we don't use you know uh toxic femininity never but i also understand we partially don't use that because you know, quote unquote, it's a man's world. Mm -hmm. So you're going to always, you're going to always scrutinize the quote unquote oppressor. Mm -hmm. It just is what it is. It's just where it's at. But within that, let's, let's be fair with the spaces that we want to utilize that verbiage of toxic masculinity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's really about it being clear for us, you know, it, it being when you say toxic masculinity, what are you talking about? Get to my orange slice. You know what I mean? Like, like some of the things that women consider toxic 
are things that make us desirable, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And make us attractive, mm-hmm. right? And some some of the things that women consider toxic are things that they even encourage their little boys to to be. Absolutely, right? Oh man, you're gonna be such a, a ladies' band when you grow up, Ooh. right? Oh man, you know, don't cry, right? Be strong, Yo. right? So if you are teaching us not I'm not I'm not saying like like women in particular, but just if the world is teaching us not to cry, right? And and saying that boys shouldn't cry, and we go through years um and years and years of knowing that boys shouldn't cry. Then that's how. Then by the time we're grown men, we're not going to necessarily know how to show our emotions. Mm, no, it's not going to come natural to us, right? So, but at the same token, not showing our emotion is low key part of why we're attractive to you guys. Because when you talk about not crying, right? Men associate not crying and being tough with being strong and being a leader, right? And when you're a leader, you don't have time to cry Mm -hmm. because we associate being a leader and, and and not crying with being different. I can't do that. I can't do that. I don't have the ability to do that. Just a protector. You know what I'm saying? We, we associate with being a protector and we're crying and we are showing hurt. And talking about our pain, right? Then it feels like we're not an effective protector. And in our nature, that's what we want to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? So so by the time we become adults, man, we like, I hear you, but that's not how I was raised. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? And like at this in this in the same breath, we have to, we we can't expect women because they were raised a different way to be assuming the roles of protector and leader and 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 all these roles where they got to put themselves out there and take the brunt of the of the violence and the criticism yeah. and do the things that your dad was doing, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, I I don't I don't think I don't think any form of providing any form of providing and this is just me being completely honest. I don't think any form of providing is toxic. Even when women say, "Oh, you're away from the house all the time and you know, we need this and we I don't think any form of providing is toxic. Mm. I don't think any form of protection of your family is toxic. Mm-hmm. Mm. And partially I'm going to say that because we just we'll just we'll date it back before be, be, at the beginning of time where there was no benefit for doing anything. The guy who got the girl was the one who could hunt the best. Mm. Yep. Yep. If you could hunt the best, you could provide the best. So with that being said, in this day and age, if you could provide the best, you'll get the person that you really want. Right? So there's a two-fold system in this. If I was as, as a provider, if, my, if the way I provide is toxic, why am I getting exactly who I want? And why is she getting exactly who she wants? And those are questions that I sit back and I ask myself. When it comes down to certain things. Now, I will say this. Does toxic masculinity exist? Yeah, absolutely. 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 When I say 
there will be no one who disrespects me, right? I don't think that's toxic. But once again, there's two folds to this. Now, when you begin to impose your will to showcase to that person, you will not dis- you will not be disrespected. That's when it becomes toxic. Mm-hmm. There's no point to have to get physical to impose your will because you felt disrespected. When do you impose your will? When your life is in jeopardy? Mm-hmm. When your loved one's lives are in jeopardy? When your safety is, is being in jeopardy? When your bubble is in jeopardy? Yeah. But based off of respect and someone is, you know, 100 yards away and you're going to walk over to him and say, <laughs> you're not going to disrespect me, we're falling into the level of toxic masculinity. <laughs> yeah, you know, I've always felt like, you know, I really, I guess you're talking about defending yourself, right? Right. You know, anytime defending yourself is good, right? You have to stick up for yourself at all Mm -hmm. times, right? But I feel like anytime you get violent and that's one of the traits or behavioral acts of having toxic masculinity, you know, it's really just um, you not being able to articulate yourself. Like I feel like people that result to violence are those who just don't know what to say. I've gotten to this point and I'm a man, I don't know what to say, so fuck it, I'm just gonna swing my hands. Mm. Or fuck it, I'm gonna get physical. I don't really know how to like- um, De-escalate the situation. De-escalate the situation. This is all I know. In the neighborhood I grew up, there's this problem with the situation, you fight, right? That's not healthy though. That is toxic, toxic as shit. Yeah. You know, especially when we think about who we'd be fighting. Fighting you, us. Yeah, we're, fight, we're fighting each other. You know, you know. So I've I've always felt I've always felt like that. When we make that point, right? We're fighting each other, detrimental to your community. To your community, man. Right. So when I'm talking about yo, what is toxic masculinity? It's not just being. It's not just being strong and bravado. You know, it's not yeah. that. Yeah. It's not that because those are cool things to be. Because those are necessities for some men. And, and it's a necessity for like families. Yep. Right. But when it turns into like I'm being violent to this person, and my behavior is detrimental to someone that looks like me, mm-hmm. or someone that I care about, or someone that I'm trying to build with, then it becomes toxic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think it's, that's definitely important to note. So, so you, you said leadership, and you said protection. Yes. So mm-hmm. I want to ask you guys then, right? Because I know it's a lot of people sitting back thinking like, all right, cool, you know. You be peaceful, all right, right? When is it okay to defend your manhood? When mm. is it okay to be, def- I think, I think you defend your manhood when you feel like it's threatened. To the words right out of my mouth. That's uh, that's really yeah. that's really the only acceptable answer. <laughs> you feel, yeah. When you feel like your life right? is threatened? Yeah. Yeah. Your you, life. Your life. Yeah. Your life. Safety. Your, your yeah. safety. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, you you really don't have to defend your manhood for like words that don't matter. Yeah, nah, you know. Uh, but when your life is threatened, yeah, and your safety for sure, right? And that's really just like I, th- I think manhood is just like even even you could take the word and change it for women, women, and it could have something else, right? But for them, it's going to be the same thing. Yeah, I'm going to defend myself. When I'm threatened or I feel unsafe or whatever, it's the mm-hmm. same thing, you know. Mm-hmm. But I want to ask y'all, what are some other examples of 
what are some things that women tend to misconsider as toxic, right? Well, I, so, I would say you guys touched on two of them, leadership and protection. Mm, okay. You, got, you, you guys already touched, mm. you guys touched on those, like, you know? Yeah. Even, because I'll, I'll, I'll ask that because leadership was one of the notes that I had, you know, and um, as a leader, oftentimes, like, you look at to have the answers. Yeah. At all times. Mm -hmm. Now, whether you do or whether you don't, yeah, right? It's, I I don't want to know if you don't. Right. I don't want to know if you don't. It's up to you. And you, men you, you mentioned it, and you <laughs> mentioned it too. It's up to you to make me feel safe and protected. That's what a leader does. Right, I don't put the the worry and the concern isn't on y'all minds. You guys have to drive a whole nother engine. Mm. The worry and the concern is on my mind because I'm the leader of the ship. Mm. That shit falls on me. Yeah. It I don't need to put that burden on you. Mm -hmm. You know, but sometimes women could take that as them not being included in, in everything that's going on. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's like, oh shit, what well, you were keeping things from me. Well, now, nah, actually, I'm really protecting you and providing for you. I'm really not. You don't. Some of those things you don't need to know about, yeah. you know? So I, I would say, for me, protection, providing is one or two of those things. For sure. So I'm, I'm going to say, just to expand on it, I'm going to say toughness. Okay. And I'm going to say dominance. Yeah. Right? And I'm not going to use dominance in the sense of aggression. Like most people are going to think I'm going to use dominance. I'm going to use dominance referring back to old saying, my dad would take two by fours and he'll take some wood and he'll make a cabinet. Right? He's not a carpenter. Yep. He didn't go to school for this. Yep. He had I'm to learn wrong. this through trial and error. Yep. And a lot of times when you learn things through trial and error, you kind of have to just kind of dominate the situation. Mm -hmm. You have to just take the situation on forcefully and say, I'm going to figure this shit out and I'm going to figure out exactly how to do it. Right. I, one of the biggest, uh, one of the biggest things I've ever heard before, because, you know, I dress nice, my haircut, my, my hair's always cut. I'm, I'm I'm well manicured. Okay. Fridays are my, my manicure day. <laughs> okay, you got a lot of self-love going on. Right. It's a lot of that going on, right? I've I've heard before that I didn't know that you were a handyman. Yeah. Right? And it's interesting because, you know, like there's nothing in my life that needs to be done that I wouldn't attempt to do first. It's just right. it's just and whether I know how to do it or not, we got YouTube University. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, or you just figure something out yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, Every every man should should be able to whether you guys call this toxic or not. Every man should be able to know how to change a tire, mm -hmm. hold a power drill, mm -hmm. be able to mount something on the wall, mm -hmm. put a shelf together, all that. You yeah. should know how to do all of that. Why should you know how to do those things? Why should you know how to do those things? You ask. Why should I know how to do these things? Because women expect you to. Because women expect you to, right? <laughs> Matter of fact, check this out. Check it out. Check it out. Story just popped up in my Come head. Come on. I love story time. Take us there. All right. My very first date I've ever went on in my entire life. Wow. Blue attire. 18 years old, right? Go to downtown Disney. This is a girl I'm really feeling too. First girl that ever broke my heart, by the way. Boy, you took it. You spent that check. What? Oh, hey, hey. That barber money, the dog. Spent that guap. You know, I've been working for myself my whole life. Money was, you know, money's Shoe always been Shoebox money. Okay. Shoebox. Okay. No, okay. literally. No, literally. I know. Literally, right? I know. Go to downtown Disney. I got a, I got a 1997 Cadillac Eldorado. Clean. It's clean, too. You guys Google exactly what a Cadillac Eldorado is. It's, a, it's pretty much, it's a, it's a coupe. It's a Cadillac coupe mm -hmm. with a sky roof. 
Sky right? Road. I had my I had my mix CD. I had it ready to go, ready to fire that thing off. You know, with all the latest jams on there, and we drive there. We get there. It's good, right? Let me rewind a little bit. I pull up to her parents' house. I tell her I'm gonna make sure I get her home at 11:30. Mm-hmm. Right? Tell her I get her home at 11:30. They was like, bring her home by 12. I said, I bring her home by 11:30. It's the first time we're going out. It's our <laughs> first date. It's my very first date. It's her very first date. I'm 18 years old. So I pull up on her, pick her up. We drive, got the sky roof open. It's a nice summer night. So just think about tonight as you're listening to this podcast, right? Who, whose Cadillac was this, by the way? Come on, man. It's mom's, but she let me hold okay. it. <laughs> Come on now. Come on now. So I pull up, pick her up. We go to downtown Disney. We have a great night. It's about 11 o'clock. We're probably about 30 minutes from her house. I told her it's time to leave, right? Let me make sure I get you home at the time I told your parents I was going to get you home. So we leave. We leaving. We driving. It's all good. Boom. Catch a flat tire, right? Damn. Pull over. Because I left at the time and I left, we still had time to get back to her house in a, a good amount of time, right? Mm-hmm. I, I knew how to change a tire. It was something that my dad taught me when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, not not through experience of him getting a flat tire, but just, hey, come outside. Come in the front yard. I'm changing the tire right now. I want you to see how it's done. Learn behavior. Right? Mm-hmm. We didn't have no we didn't have no power tools. Nah. You got you got a jack. Get your jack that thing up. Yep. Take that tire off. Put a new one on. Get rolling. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what we did, right? I I told her, I told her, and I ain't gonna lie, because I had that skill and I had that skill. I told her, sit in the car, it's all good. Let the music keep playing. I'll change the tire. I'll be back in no time. Cool. For <laughs> sure. I can see the safety Player on her shit. face. I can see the safety on her face. I'm now a protector for her. Mm-hmm. I'm now a real option. Yep. You're now a problem solver. I'm now a wow. problem solver. I'm yeah. making her life easier. Yeah. Right? I change the tire. Boom. Hop in the car. Pull off. The problem with this Eldorado, though... <laughs> Right? This is a 97 Eldorado. This is 2019, right? 19, not 19. 2009. I mean, 2009. 2009, excuse me. This is 2009. What? The problem with this tire that I replaced is a very old tire. Mm. So the rubber actually was super old. It was in the sun. It was, it was, it was. In the trunk. It was in the trunk, Mm -hmm. right? So we drive maybe another five minutes and. That tire literally shreds. Mm. Yeah. It shreds. How far away from the yeah. Oh, you was at Disneyland. Yeah. I was I was at downtown yeah. Disney, yeah. right? That tire shreds, right? Bad ball. Bad ball. Right. Bad Keep ball. in mind, this is before Uber. Ain't no Uber. There ain't no Uber. So mm-hmm. people think, why you just didn't You low key Google in the direction off of MapQuest. Oh, our phones died. There's oh, no Uber. Bad. Right? It's all bad. Our phones died. Please tell me you have some money. <laughs> I got 35 cents to make one call. Damn. Keep in mind, there's no ways. There's none of that at this time. You're going to have to write the directions down. So I, I got a call. I call I call the crib. My stepdad, he picks up the phone. He go ahead. I tell him what exit we off of because that's what you got to tell him back there. Yep. Yeah, yo, we off of this freeway. This is the exit. You know, come pick us up, right? But the whole time, though, after all of that happened, the whole time I could see in her face the security that she had, you know, just because 
I was very dominant over that situation. You knew what to do. I knew exactly what to do. Flat tire, change the tire. Mm-hmm. It's all good. Mm-hmm. And the security that she felt, the comfort that she felt, it was all good. Mm-hmm. We eventually ended up getting her home. I got her home way after the time her dad was pissed. Like, he was Damn. pissed. Did well, he understand? Nah, he, he, didn't, he, he, didn't, he wasn't understanding because he didn't even let me talk to him. As soon as we pulled up, if I t- I'm going to tell you guys off air what time we pulled up. It was ridiculous, okay? It was because re- there's, mm-hmm. there's no direction there, right? But the important part of the story is the dominance that I took over the situation that allowed her the security that she needed to be able to feel comfortable and tell her family what happened, mm-hmm. right? So I think, and when it comes to masculinity, having a, having having dominance is a very, very important thing. Very important thing. So that that would that would absolutely be one of my traits that I've just I just would never be able to just get rid of. Yeah. Yeah, I thought I thought, you know, I think about your story, man, and I think about self sufficiency. Yeah. Right. And I think that a lot of times being self sufficient like you were, right? And not I mean, you could have found a way to ask for help, but you said, nah, I'm just I'm gonna handle this, right? And I'm self-sufficient and I'm not going to ask for help. I think people can consider that toxic, right? But what happens is people consider that toxic, but now you get homegirl who also feels protected from the same exact mm. behavioral trait mm-hmm. that someone else would call toxic. From the outside looking right? at So a lot of the times when I talk about how things get blurry, it's because you can't call... It's a lot like we we like to call things toxic that aren't necessarily toxic, mm-hmm. you know. And I think we got to do a better job of that. But we are out of time. We gotta hit it. Gotta go. We gotta go. It's time um, to go. You better get about my face. Thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for tapping in with us and tuning in. If you um, have any questions or if you have any feedback for us or any comments, please drop a comment. On our YouTube, drop a comment on our Instagram. Let us know what you think of the, think about the episode and all that jazz. Okay, uh, make sure you subscribe to our all our streaming platforms on Spotify, on Apple Podcast. Uh, follow us and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Nice and Neat the Podcast on everything. All right, so much love, much gratitude. I'm Duke. I'm Omar. I'm Jalan. And this is another episode of Nice and Neat. And that's that on that. I'll be the one to take the risk to go and get them bands. I'll be the one to never sit and go and make a plan. Knowing my mother getting old now, got no time. Gotta keep a couple for the road or else get left behind. Yeah. To the hundreds, pledge allegiance, I stand. I'm going pro for Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger, Offering professional-grade industrial supplies. 
plus real-time product availability and access to experts ready to answer your toughest questions. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.